0: Welcome to the Doe Valley Ministry Podcast, where you can find faithful teaching and preaching of the Word of God. Our scripture reading this morning is from the Gospel of Luke. Luke chapter 1, verses 46 to 55. This is the Song of Mary. And Mary said, My soul magnifies the Lord. He has put down the mighty from their thrones and exalted the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things and the rich he has sent away empty. He has helped his servant Israel in remembrance of his mercy as he spoke to our fathers, to Abraham and to his seed forever. This morning we look at Mary the mother of our Lord and a faithful worshiper of God. It seems as though throughout history we often find Mary being romanticized by the world. We see paintings of her exalting her like she's some type of angel or some type of superhuman being. And there are churches that that lift her up as a co-redeemer with Christ in heaven. And they've termed her Queen of Heaven, believing that she is a sinless, lifelong virgin. And so on and so on. There's places that actually even worship Mary. The problem with these claims is the fact that none of them can be backed up with Scripture. Scripture. Scripture tells us that Mary was pretty much a common young girl from a working class family. The only thing that that we get from Scripture that really makes her different from other people is her extraordinary faith. And so we read this morning Mary's hymn of praise, traditionally known as the Magnificat. And there's no doubt about it. This is truly a hymn of joy, a hymn of praise to God. This is true worship. And we're going to take a look this morning and kind of evaluate Mary's worship this morning. First of all, we see with Mary she had the proper attitude of worship. And that was an internal attitude. We worship God from the heart. Not because we think we need to come here and put on a good show for our neighbors or or our friends or our relatives or anything like that. But we look at what Mary states in her song, her hymn of praise in verse 46 and verse 47. She says, My soul exalts the Lord and my spirit has rejoiced in God my Savior. Her soul exalts, and her spirit rejoices. The soul and spirit are internal things. They speak of the mind. They speak of the emotions, the will. They're feelings of the heart. And that's what worship, true worship of God is. It's more than just being impressed by you know, a nice-looking church, or, or some really great uh, uh, music to, to sing or listen to. It's more than that. It's more than, more than just a simple temporary thought. Real worship is our internal state. It comes from the heart and it's focused on God. We praise Him. We thank Him. We think of Him. We speak of Him. And not just on Sunday mornings, but throughout our entire day, throughout our lives. That is true worship of God. Having our hearts, having our lives focused on Him. Giving Him the honor and the glory that is due to Him. And that is an intense focus. But that is the focus, that is the attitude that Mary had on God. She was not a hypocrite. She didn't say things or come up with this song of joy just to sound good and look good. She truly felt them in her heart. She was filled with joy. And this wasn't just a one-time event for her. This was an ongoing lifestyle for her. Mary continued to praise God throughout her life. But Mary also recognized her humanity. She was a humble person. Oftentimes, people let pride get in the way of worshiping God. They're more focused on themselves than on God. And that is not true worship. Mary is focused not on herself, but on God. And we see that in verse 48. She did acknowledge herself. But when she did, she realized her spiritual unworthiness. That doesn't mean she was an ungodly, heathenistic type of person or anything, or she was a completely unrighteous person. That's not what she was saying. But she was simply acknowledging That all the good things in her life that had happened were a blessing from God. Not because she worked really hard or she had a rich family or she married into the right family. No. She realized and acknowledged that all of her blessings came from God. Not from anything she did. Mary worshiped God because... He is the only true object of worship. Nothing else, nothing more, nothing less. Mary worshipped God because she knew He was her Savior who would redeem her from her sin. In verse 48 and 49, Mary recognized what God was doing for her. She says, For He has had regard for the humble state of His bondslave." For behold, from this time on all generations will count me blessed. For the Mighty One has done great things for me, and holy is his name." She was so thankful. She was so grateful, so blessed to have the opportunity to raise the child that would be the Savior of the world. But Mary recognized that God was just not there doing stuff for her. She recognized that God does things for others as well. And in verse 50 she says, And his mercy is upon generation after generation toward those who fear him. She knew that she was not the only person that was going to be blessed by the birth of Christ. She knew everyone who came to Christ would find salvation. And God's saving mercy is granted to those true, genuine believers who come to the Lord in love and in fear. Finally, at the end, verse 51-55, through 55, Mary worships God because of what He has done for her in the past. She was simply listing the things, remembering the things, speaking the things, singing the things that God has done for her and for her people, the people of Israel. And think about us. Think about what God has done for us today. And not just us individually. Sure, He's blessed us all with certain things in life. But collectively, as the body of Christ, and even out of the religious sector, as a nation, we have the freedoms that we have today because people stood up for what was right. And when the the pilgrims, as we, we call them, come over here on the the Mayflower, and they come up with their set of rules they were going to follow, the first line they started with was in the name of God, Amen. Meaning, whatever we do, let it be done in the name of God. And that's how they operated. And even beyond that, as we look at our history, the Constitution, becoming a free nation, And we continue today to enjoy those freedoms. We see that God has indeed blessed us as a nation. And there have been many soldiers that fought and died to preserve our freedoms. And we should never take any blessing for granted, but accept it as a gift from God. And I think sometimes we forget that here in America. We should thank God and worship Him appropriately. The trouble we have is not necessarily remembering the blessings or figuring out what the blessings are in our lives. But the problem for us really should be finding the time to thank Him for all the blessings that we have. And it's obvious that Mary was extremely thankful to God for all that He had done, for all that He was doing in her life, and all that He would do throughout her life. And not just for her, but for all of humanity. Mary truly is a wonderful example of a true worshiper of God. And there will be many times throughout our lives that we don't necessarily understand what God is doing or why He's doing it. And it's during those times that we need to remember the things that God has done for us in the past and trust in His plan for what is occurring currently and what will occur in the future. That is what Mary did. She trusted God. She had confidence in God's actions. She knew that God would work through her and things would just work out as He has planned. She knew God's character. She knew His nature. She knew God was righteous. God is just, God is holy, God is faithful, God is true. She believed that and she trusted Him. So, How can we be true worshipers of God like Mary? Well, when we get into those situations, sometimes you just kind of want to put your hands in your head and say, Why me? Why me, God? Why does this always have to happen to me? And that happens to all of us. We all get into those situations, whatever it might be. But remember Mary's response. She worshipped God for what he had done, what he was doing, and what he would do in the future. So the next time you're in that situation and things aren't going quite right, just remember all of the blessings that God has given to you And whatever situation you're in, I'm sure that's not the first bad or difficult situation you've ever been in before in your life. So think back to some of those previous difficult situations and see how God helped you through them. And you can rejoice in knowing that God will continue to help you as well. Mary worshipped God from the heart. That's what we need to do as well. She worshipped God for who He was and what He had done. Not because she wanted to get something from Him, but because she had that right internal heart attitude. And as we prepare for a new year, take a look at your own hearts. Take a look at your internal attitude and your lifestyle. And see if you are prepared to worship God for what He has done for you, for what He is doing, and for what He will do again. Those are some things to think about as we prepare for a new year. Let's close with a prayer. Lord, we thank You for providing us with the example of Mary. She was indeed your humble servant. And we thank you for blessing her with the care of your son. We thank you for providing her with the right attitude towards you and, and the work that you would have her to do. Help us to manifest that same attitude in our lives today as well. And help us to humbly serve you with our lives. Give us that strength and the courage that we need to carry out your will here on earth. And protect us as we begin a new year next week. Protect us and watch over us. And help us to truly make this the year of our Lord, 2010. It's in Jesus' precious name that we pray and give thanks. Amen.